This episode is brought to you by today's sponsor, Anchor. If you're trying to get into making podcasts, but don't really have any idea what you're doing, then you should download Anchor. If you haven't already heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain how it works. Anchor is completely free and easily accessible. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you could ever want or need to make a podcast in just one place. So make sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Again, that's anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to start making podcasts today. And now, back to the program. Back in 2020, I started watching anime for the first time. My first anime was Sword Art Online, okay? I binged the whole series, and I got done with it in like a week. And uh, that was the start of my anime journey, right? But uh, I just recently, a year or so ago, uh, in 2022, early 2022, I think, uh, watched this show called Attack on Titan. And I caught up to it. It was so good. I binged all of it and I caught up and I started watching season four as it came out. And little did I know when I first started watching Attack on Titan that it would become the best. The worst anime. I mean, the pace. Hey, watch yourself. (laughs) The best piece of fiction I've ever experienced and could end on a great note uh, when the finale comes out this week and that's what we're talking about today is attack on titan characters that's right attack on titan will make us get rid of the damn scarf will she get rid of the scarf spoilers for attack on titan welcome back everybody to the tbd podcast with hunter and riley i still like doing the intro even if we start with something else um hey that's fine but yeah, Attack on Titan characters. Um, we're just going to do top 10 ranked characters. I told Hunter before this that I actually ranked uh, 22 of them because I'm so obsessed with rankings and lists and stuff. And with this show, it being my favorite, uh, I kind of had to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I, I made this list on impulse one day. And it mm. was a very long time ago. I don't remember when it was because I edited it today. So in the notes, it doesn't say the date anymore. But it was probably sometime last year where I was just like, I need to just rank all the Attack on Titan characters. So that's where the idea for this podcast came up. So Yeah. And Excited I, on the other hand... Oh, oh sorry. Go yeah. ahead. No, I was just going to say... That's why the, camera, like, the camera is frozen. Guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When you finish. Embarrassing. No, I need end. to like sorry, look at that. I need to, that is. I need to like look at the camera more often to be like, oh, it's frozen again because my PC is a thousand years old. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm just excited to jump into it. But you obviously have something to say before, so go for it. Well, I was just going to say that yeah, you acted off of impulse. You know, a few months ago and decided As to always. read this list and me on the other hand 
I'll just let you guys decide at the end of the list if you think I made this up on the spot. Uh, <laughs> or, be acting on impulse in a different way. <laughs> that's right. Or either I have did this on the spot or either I had this planned out all along for years. That's right. Even before Tackle Titan came out, I had this list prepared. So I guess I'll let you guys decide if, if it's a sloppy right. one. And then I'm sure you'll know if it's a well put together list. And then I'm sure you'll know. So. You will know. You will know. Exactly. Comment down below at the so, end. Uh, yeah, exactly. Comment down is? below if you think Hunter is telling the truth or not. If you think he is uh, telling the truth about him actually having this be a premeditated list um, yes. or not. So, um, But I'm ready to just get right in. Uh, we've only got a couple days until the finale premieres, so we've got to hurry before, yeah. <laughs> before premiere. Excited, man! Um, Excited for the for the. Finale. I'm so hyped, bro! I have to watch it before work on Saturday somehow. I don't know how, but I have to. Or you can just call off. It's I'm gonna call off. Call off. You know, it's really funny. When we were in my apartment last year, uh, me and my roommate were like, "It's Attack on Titan Day." We're watching Attack, Attack on, on Titan. Titan Day. Yeah. Um, but we did we did have a lot of shows, but Attack on Titan was so special that. I was like, oh my god, it's Attack on Titan Day, guys. Yeah, it's, it's still is special too, man. Honestly, it's so special. I'm calling that. If I gotta go to a funeral or something, or either watch Attack on Titan, I'm obviously choosing the funeral. Oh, uh, well, you thought I was gonna say watch Attack on Titan, guys? Got you, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be watching Attack on Titan at the funeral. At the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it's the, like the dad, like they're in a wedding or something, listening to oh, a yeah. game in, in the earbuds. Yeah, all right. I, you know what's, they're just like you make kiss the bride or something exactly bro you know what's actually funny is i actually did that at my dad's wedding <laughs> you were just I, like yeah like, no I, I i didn't shout during the vows or anything <laughs> but at the reception i was like touchdown yeah. <laughs> you cannot do that rally i was he, <laughs> was he mad at you for that no, I didn't. No, I'm saying I didn't do that. Okay. Oh, I thought I you didn't. said you did. No, I I didn't. I waited. I was not watching the football game during the recept uh, during the vows because I was one of the best men, so I wouldn't have been able to watch it anyways. Yeah, you could have. But at, yeah, just pull it on my phone. Yeah. Um, but at the reception, I definitely had my phone propped up on the table at dinner. So. <laughs> touchdown yeah like just imagine just a quiet peaceful dinner and you just hear that like just in a yeah. distance <laughs> no i was very respectful about everything um but i do work uh at a place that does weddings and there are so many men usually who uh have their phones propped up at dinner just being like and then I'll kind of peek over their shoulders. Not, not. I'm not saying I do this to get a tip necessarily, but I'll kind of go over their shoulders and be like, "Hey, who, who's winning the game?" You know. And then I'll, <laughs> I'll start a conversation with them about the game because I know all about whatever game they're watching. It's probably <laughs> some SEC game or whatever. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm not saying I'm that person, but I would do that for Attack on Titan if I was at a wedding. I would watch that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Agreed. But yeah. So. I guess I'm looking, Riley, you can see my phone. I'm looking at my well-prepared and two years in advance list that I created. Oh, yes. Uh, so I'm looking at that right now. Um, okay. Well, do you have a number 10 for me? Start. Well, would you like to start? I would love not to start. Oh, okay. 
I thought I thought that's two switch ups on me already. Yeah. You're, you're keeping me on my toes. Yeah, there, gotta keep me your toes, man. That's, that's don't strike out. That's, that's right. too tough. Fine. I'll start. Um I'm gonna start at number ten, obviously. This is the list. Number ten is Historia Race, also known as Krista Lens. Also spoils for spoilers for Attack on Titan, obviously. Um Krista or Historia. I'll just call her Historia. Yeah. Um I don't know if you care much about Historia because she's been absent for quite a while in the show. Yeah. But it's been a while since I've seen her. Yeah. But I think season two and three specifically, she really shines a lot um in her 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 plot, her plot line. And I think she really is one of the more interesting female characters to watch in the show. Um and she's fun and she's I don't know, I like her her uh allegiance to the truth, to the idea of like what she wants to be, you know? And I really like her backstory a lot too, you know? Mm-hmm. Um about how she was raised by her mom and she couldn't it was a really sad i mean everything in attack on titan sad but really sad backstory where yeah. her her mom is killed as soon as she talks to her for the first time and it's terrible and um isn't she sisters to the uh the founder uh the sister and then she uh, yeah, wipes yeah, and then she wipes her memory every time she like interacts with her kind of she like interacts with them and then wipes her memory wipes her mem- yeah I, I, that's insane that's yeah, crazy that is, it kind of reminds me of getting off track here a little bit but it kind of reminds me of the movie 50 first dates with adam sandler i don't know if you oh, yeah. seen that, but like <laughs> yeah. it's sort of like you're reliving trying to appeal mm-hmm. to that person and i mean and of course in historia's case like she tells her she has to like her sister had to keep telling her like or was it her sister? Or was it her mom that did that? It's, just, it's her sister. You sh- okay. Wait, no, her- are, are you telling? Are you talking about the one who's like, "Don't talk to me"? No, it's the or one that the was one wiping like her memory. reading her the book and wiping her memory. No, that's her sister. Yeah, it's her sister. But it's just like she just imagine from her sister's perspective, she just like keep keeps having to say, like, "Hey, I'm your sister." Or this or is it that every time she touches her, she remembers, and then she forgets after she touches every- her again? Oh, I don't recall, but. I, I think she just has to relearn relearn that that's her sister. I don't I don't I don't remember. I don't remember. All I remember is she wipes her memory every time she stops okay. talking to her. Okay. It's bad of me as the Attack on Titan fan. Look, there's a lot of How things that happen. I know. <laughs> there's a lot of things that happen in this show. Okay, so don't hate on me for not getting every detail correct. No, I'm hating on you. And that's exactly okay. what I'm doing. All right. But um but yeah, and I think the best, like the peak of her character is like the end of season three when one, she like decides, she like throws that syringe on the ground, you know? Yeah. That was awesome. And then when she like tells Aaron to stop being a little bitch, basically, it was like, much. shut the hell up. You're so like, com- you're complaining so much. You need to like learn to live the way that you're supposed to live. And that's a real turning point for Aaron, kind of. Yeah. Um, that isn't this kind of like not uh, underrated point in the show. And then when she basically accepts the role of queen without any like 
any pushback at all. She's like, all right, this is what I have to do and I'm going to do it basically. Mm -hmm. And she has mm -hmm. that badass moment with the Titan where she explodes the, the pieces or whatever in the air. And then she's like, I'm your queen. And then she like, I don't know. I, I thought that whole episode, uh, which was like the end of season three, part two was like her best moment. And it was so good. Mm. So mm. that's why I have her at number 10. Okay. Number 10 for you. That is interesting. Now yes. for me, I might get a lot of backlash for this, but yeah. number 10 for me, it is Armin. Okay. Because I, I'm not going to say I don't like him as a character, really. I do, but <laughs> it's it just, it's not a lot. It's not a lot to his character besides, you know, he's smart, but he's, he's a wimp. Okay, I mean, yeah. he's he sort of, you know, grown out of that a little bit, the older he's gotten, but he's still sure. sort of like, you would just say he has compassion or whatever. But really the moment that sort of like, I'm not going to say solidified him being number 10 for me, but the moment that kind of got to me was just his, just a perspective change that he, that he gave me when he was uh, talking to, what's the name? Now guys, look, I've said this before. I'm bad with names. Be patient with me or we Be can patient fight. With Hunter, guys. But yes. So Annie, when he had the conversation on the boat with Annie, where he was sort of just saying, you know, are we all really innocent or really nobody's really innocent or something yeah. like everybody everybody has done at least something that you know that you could just that just taints the blood their 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 purity and like i don't know that line right there kind of got to me it just had me thinking like you know there there's a lot there could be a lot of gray area between good and bad it's not just white and black as when i right. say that i'm not saying like race i'm saying like there's not just good and bad there's talking about race, yeah <laughs> no, i'm not talking about race <laughs> <laughs> but no i mean in the like in the in the retrospective just literally there's just not one and two there, there's a lot of in between but right. can if you really look at yourself could you really just say you are a good person i'm sure everybody has done something that they're not proud of. I mean, even me, like I, when I was in elementary, I stole a piece of candy from the gas, uh, not gas station, but from Balo. It was what food city. Man. Hey, hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> I could never do something I so despicable. <laughs> I stole a, a king size. Okay. A king size Hershey's. You remember we are, um, uh, our called candy that. list. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Halloween episode. So, hey, kind of justified, but no, it's not. Anyway. Nice. But also despicable. But yeah. Despicable, despicable me. But um, no pun intended. Anyways, yeah. But like that right there, I, that kind of stuck with me. But for the most part, he's not really a, a character that stands out. Honestly, I would have rather um, what's his name? Oh God, dang it! The captain, yeah. the one, the one that oh, oh Irwin. Erwin, I would have, I would rather Erwin to get the the syringe instead of Armin, in my opinion. I might receive a lot of backlash for that. I really like Erwin, I really do. I just, uh, I, I love the 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 being able. He gives that closure in in, in a world that nothing ever feels safe. The mm -hmm. only, he was, he was one of the only things that felt safe to me, like secure. But anyways, that, that's not, I know that's a hot take, but it's not. Armin is one of the ten. But I think, okay, I'm not going to talk about Erwin that much because he may or not be in the top 10. But I will say that Armin is kind of a slow burn, you know? He's kind of, it takes a while 
for you to really, for him to come into his own, you know? And I think there are moments in season one and season two, but I think he really starts coming into his own in season three when yeah. he starts getting more responsibility in the Survey Corps, when, when the leaders like Erwin, like Hanji, start recognizing, oh, this guy's really smart. Like he's low-key, I think he's kind of like the L of the Attack on Titan universe. Not to say that he's the same character, but I know people, what you mean. people look to him to be like, what are we do? What are we gonna do? You know? Yeah. He takes on a lot of responsibility. And he takes on a lot, especially when he is chosen to inherit the uh the Colossal Titan. The Colossal Titan, thank you, that uh Bertholdt was holding, you know? So yeah, I, I like Armin a lot, but I may or may not be speaking more about him later. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, just gotta keep okay. it vague. I'm not gonna let yeah. anybody know. I have to do the same thing with Erwin. You know, I can't let anybody yeah. know if Erwin's on the list or not. But yeah. I may or may not have spoiled where Erwin is at. But anyways, let's move on. So Armin is my number ten. Okay, so my number nine. All right, we'll just move on. My number nine is Mikasa Ackerman. That is insane. Really? Okay. What did you think it was going to be higher or lower? And by lower, I mean, I should just say, did you think I'm, it was going to be like ten or higher, or or did you think it was going to be lower than nine? Well, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to potentially spoil. I'm just going. Oh, I'm not going to okay. say. I'm not going to confirm or deny if it should be higher or lower. I just didn't expect it to be at nine. Okay. That's all okay, I'm okay. So Mikasa Ackerman for me is kind of a one note character. Okay. I get it. She likes Aaron. All right. I low key before Hanji became a main player really simped for Mikasa as everyone did. I'm sure in season one and season two, yeah. but she becomes really one note. Um, and the reason she's at nine and not completely off of this list is because in season four specifically, she really starts to kind of question things because of you know what Aaron starts to do in his homicidal maniac tendencies you know yeah um, and uh I like you know she'll be even higher on the list if she gets rid of the damn scarf um, <laughs> she'll be she'll she'll be she'll be number Lord one on the list know. if she kills Aaron at the end okay because then that will complete her arc and I know we've talked about this a lot off off pod and on pod but she needs to kill Aaron, okay? And she only then Aaron. will her her arc be complete, her character arc, right? So she's at number nine right now because she's an incomplete character and she's pretty one note most of the show to, to to for me. But she's badass. She's strong female character, which you know I love them strong female characters, bro. Mm-hmm. But she's slow because she's not that interesting for most of the show. Like most of her character is not that interesting. Interesting. And, and you know, even though you said she is one note or whatever, um, is it, it when you say she's one note, it, it, do you not like it because you feel like she's it makes her predictable? Yes. Boring. Yes. So you would like to see I mean, I know you said a, a character arc, but yeah, I, I would like to see her not have to rely on Aaron for everything she does. You know what I mean? And by rely on Aaron, I don't mean like she waits on him to rescue her because she's badass and she can do that if she wanted to. I mean, Mm. like she decides 
you know those what would Jesus do bracelets that yes. everybody that some people would wear? I would say everybody, but some people would wear. Well, mm. she's got a WWE D bracelet on, and it's what would Aaron, what would Aaron do? Aaron. The amount of times she goes, Aaron in the show. Oh my god. She Aaron. is constantly thinking, breathing, uh whatever other verb you want to say, Aaron. Constantly, not gonna lie, you sound a little jealous there, Riley. Yeah, I, I, you probably wish he was saying what we Riley did. I'm so not, I'm uh, she's a fictional character. I don't simp for fictional characters, Hunter. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I don't know. I, as someone who cares about characters and especially if they're cool or ones that I want to be interesting, it kind of just is lame that she isn't what i want her to be but that's why i have mikasa at nine because yeah for those reasons so okay all right well yeah. i'm not gonna comment comment too much on that uh okay. i will agree that yeah she is a one-note character and, and she's sort of a character that you just know what you're going to get from her every single right. time she's consistently sipping over aaron so um she, yeah she is nothing if not consistent about her motivations yeah and like i said before i'm not gonna confirm or deny if it should be higher or lower on the list i'm just shocked that it's at nine but okay. um keep me in sus suspense i guess yeah but maybe I, you might be shocked at what my number nine is which you is and the one? listeners which is gabby okay now, all right now 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 now, now, now. look Ooh. i would say <laughs> insert booing no i'm just kidding I yeah maybe actually <laughs> all the attack on titan fans are hating on you so hard right here. yeah bro and look i would say a lot of it is personal feeling because i hated gabby when she killed um sasha. What's her name? sasha i hate yeah. it i hate i'm just like why like that little girl it, it, it when people that shouldn't be able to do things are able to do it like just imagine you give a baby a gun and, and the baby kills somebody <laughs> like the baby shouldn't be able to be able to do something like that that yeah. that is just that is just you being laxy daisy or actually just plot armor which it obviously was plot but anyways yes. she why does sasha have to die why why but anyways that uh, some of that is personal feeling. but the reason why i have her at nine though is, is high on the list of all the tackle titan characters is because she is basically the the flips well when i say flip side i mean for out outside the wall she is the flip side of aaron right like that what is what does it stop you to say that that is aaron like that could have easily been aaron if, if roles were reversed and it's just like depends on and like i've said this to you before riley it depends on perspective about who what, what determines who is the who is the villain and who is the hero essentially like if you follow somebody all you have to do is just follow somebody's story and if they're able to you know bring you in their story and get you on their side it's, you, it's sort of just i'm not gonna say it justifies their actions but like you'll be able to understand their actions so like you know with aaron like he could be he's looked at as a villain like with everybody like everybody outside the walls even even within the walls because of what he's doing but since we follow along with him with his story you understand why he wants to do it and you understand well i understand why he wants to do it and i understand 
even though it's not right to do, I not I agree. mad at Yeager. I wrote an essay about how Aaron Yeager was right. <laughs> <laughs> but you could say the same thing with with Gabby. Hey, yeah. it, 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 they they call them what island monsters, island devils, island devils. Yeah, like just imagine you've been told your, your whole life that some these beings on the island are devils, and then you have an opportunity to kill one. Why won't you do that? So. I even I was mad at her doing it like, you know, she's essentially just a, another Aaron. And, yeah. you know, even though she's kind of obnoxious to me and kind of cocky, I, I still like her a little bit. So, look, if you're not OK with my reasoning, fight me over it. So hey, I'm not going to fight you, bro. I'm not going to tell you if I have Gabby on this list, but I do agree. I think she's basically just Aaron. If she followed the rules in Marley, like if, if Aaron grew up in Marley and followed the rules of becoming a warrior, etc. Aaron is more yeah. of a, is more of a rebel. If that makes sense. Cause he kind of rebels against the current establishment. Yeah. But if he went with the establishment to kill the Island devils, he would be, would a, be that, that, that is just Gabby. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So no, I, I get that. I get that a lot. By the way, when I was saying fight me, I'm talking about the listeners. Oh yeah, so. for sure. Well, I could also fight you, but I don't want to. Yeah, we could. I mean, yeah. you know, I bring concealed weapons to cheat, but I mean, oh, okay. that's another story for another time. Uh, noted, noted. I will uh, keep my <laughs> opinions to myself. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, Gabby, okay. number nine for me. Very good. My number eight is going to be Armin Arlet. Okay. So you have him at number, what, 10? 10, yeah. You have him at 10, I have him at number 8. Okay. Not mad at it, not mad at it. Yeah, I think Armin, like I said before, he's come a long way. He's a slow burn as a character. He's pretty whiny and annoying, but, uh, you know, he really really comes into his own, especially in seasons 3 and 4, and, uh, yeah, no, I think he deserves to be number 8. I think he's better than Mikasa right now. Mikasa could jump again. Like I said, she could be number one, but um, that's a little kind of crazy. But she could she could be higher than him. But right now, mm. it's it's Armin is number eight on the list. Hey, guys. Future Hunter here. Just letting you know that right after, you know, he said his number eight, I said something completely insane that just, you know, sent Riley and I on a laughing spree for like 20 minutes or whatever. Like I'm talking about it. It was bad. I had to step out. But um, yeah, so I'm not going to really give you any context on what happened because it might spoil the list. But um, um, let's fast forward, you know, a few minutes into the conversation and we'll continue there. Hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Thank you. At number eight, I have Historia. Okay. <laughs> Acceptable. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. I got Historia at number eight. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all, y'all just y'all missed a whole segment like that. Y'all I just edited that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like I, I have tears literally just welling up in my eyes, man. It's so funny. All right. At number so eight, Historia. Historia. Yes. And I'm kind of like grab from what you were saying because yeah. i i agree with everything that you were saying that As like i don't know i real oh, yeah her character really <laughs> it, okay <laughs> y'all just missed the whole bit i wish i understood <laughs> what happened <laughs> but yeah historia like i don't know she just brings a lot to the table as far as like diversity of, of characters and 
you know, I just like you said, I really respect that. Like she was able to sort of like put her personal feeling aside with the with, with two moments, which with the um with the the syringe because she had opportunity there to you know basically kill Aaron and claim the his Titan and all of that, and she decides not to and like. And then the, as far as her, you know, agreeing to become the queen, like that, that is a lot, especially for somebody that age. Like, you're not thinking about being the queen, sitting at a desk, making decisions all day. Like that is a lot on, that is a lot on a teenager. I'm assuming she's a teenager. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think she was a teenager when it happened. So, you know, I re- she, that's really, um, I really respect that, uh, the, the decision to do that. And, you know, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of character to be able to do that. So therefore. She's at my number eight, guys. Okay. Very good. I respect it, obviously, because she's my number 10. So it makes sense. Um, And that's all I'll say on that. Um, My number seven is going to be John. 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 Gene or John. 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 Um, So here's something that uh, is, again, very similar to a lot of the characters. Uh, Early on, I don't really like John. Okay, he's kind of just the nemesis early on to Aaron. Sort of like the yeah, the rival, the rival of the Aaron. The rival. Sort of. Yes. And he becomes a really fleshed out character that I don't know, is kind of a badass, man. Oh, he he's, is, bro. Of the three, I don't want to call them three knuckleheads, but you know the ones I'm talking about. Of the mm, three mm, like mm. friends, Connie, Sasha, and John. John is easily the most developed and uh, the coolest, in my opinion. So that's why he's at number seven um, for me. And I, also, when I do this list, I go from the characters that I put before them, and I go, is John better than Armin and Mikasa and Historia? And I think he is. I think he's really come around to his own, just like those other characters, but in a bigger way. And um, I'm very, very happy with John at number seven. Well, it's kind of funny because on, on my list that I made so long ago, um, yes, yes. I also had John at number seven. Okay. Seven. Yeah, seven. John at seven. Okay. Was it seven or was it six? Seven. That'd be your seven, yes. That'd be my seven. Shut up, Hunter. Okay. John at <laughs> seven. And because it's sort of just as you said, he, he's matured a lot. Like he, he, he's, actually he has a lot of leadership qualities actually it just he sort of takes the back seat to to aaron and and of course mikasa and and armin and all of them but like it's it's sort of like the, the chain of commandment like or yeah chain of commandment like if if they if aaron is dead mikasa dies and then Armin dies. He will be the next up, honestly. Yeah. For me, I, I believe he will. And he's he's matured a lot because at first he wasn't like that. He he was just as you said, like this knucklehead that you didn't take seriously. That was sort of like a he was a pest, uh, or not necessarily a pest, but somebody that just you know just gives empty threats. Not really a lot. You you would think that he would have been a character that dies pretty early on but like honestly to be a, a character in tackle titan that last it makes it 
to the point that we're at now, like that says a lot about you. You just you're, you're a good character. You're badass because every literally every single body has died. And obviously there are hundreds of characters that died off screen that didn't matter. But it's just like it's always th- that main five or six, whatever, that all just survive. So like they've been through a lot of shit. So yeah. John and number seven. John, I, I think it's the only uh, very good. I think the only one of those like scouts, the Levi scouts that that doesn't deserve to be here still is probably Connie, to be honest. Yeah, um, I, he, he seemed like he's been kind of he seemed like a character that would have been bailed out a lot of times. Yeah. And I mean, he does get an arc, but I hate it. And uh, we may be talking about him in the dishonorable mentions section. Spoiler alert for that. But um, yeah. He, John is definitely my favorite of those three, Sasha, Connie, and, and Jill. Yeah, agree. Yeah. Uh, up next, my number six pick is going to be Kenny Ackerman. Kenny Ackerman. Yes. So the reason for this. All right, is- did you look at my list, Riley? <laughs> you look at uh, my list. Look, great minds think alike, okay? I, if you have Kenny at six, I would be shocked but you know again great minds think alike so kenny at six for me is is okay so kenny's only in one season he's only in one part of one season right but Mm -hmm. he is so influential in the way that the story of attack on titan is 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 molded it for me kenny represents the change from Attack on Titan being a good shonen to an amazing piece of fiction. In why is that? Because he is a representation of. It's really hard to explain, like how he is the original rebel who meets up with the enemy, and like, and, and by that I mean, in he meets up with the king. Right, he goes out. He's going to kill the king, and he meets with the king and becomes best friends with him. Like his backstory is so good, and mm-hmm. the way that he talks to the king about the world and how it can't change and everything like this, and 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 how he is this big, huge threat in season three, and you know the guy who, oh my god, he raised Levi. Like if I was watching attack on Titan, when it came out in season three, I would have been like, Oh my God, someone can beat Levi. That's, that's crazy to me. Right. Yes. And I think, his, I think his design is sick. His voice actor is awesome. And his speech at the end with Levi, I don't remember if you remember the bit where he's like, you know, we thought that we could change things, but we're all just slaves to the world and, you know, we can't be free or anything like that. It was a very specific mm. part where like Levi, has the sir or gets the syringe the of mm-hmm. uh, titan fluid from kenny and i think that speech and 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 kenny's whole arc to be to be frank leads the show into the final act of like oh this is just the the desire and the search to be free like truly free right mm-hmm. so that's yeah. why i have kenny at number six Okay. Yes. Well, for me, I have. Do you actually can't? No, I'm kidding. I have Erwin Smith. Okay. Erwin Smith. At number six. 
All right. Now, I personally, I, I said this earlier in the pod, but you know, I'm gonna, you know, put it in a different way. He should have been in Attack on Titan longer than he actually was. Like the way he went out was insane. And even though like people can look at the way he went out as far as like literally marching um soldiers to their death, but it's just like he he he's a person he he's even though he's the leader he's a person that sort of like we got we got to do what we have to do to get the job done even if i have to sacrifice myself like let's get this job done now you can look at that and it could be a a bad thing because it's kind of like you don't want to just dispose people just for a mission but uh, but the thing is even though he is saying let's do what we have to do to get the job done he's also like let's do what we have to do to get the job done with the least amount of losses like in my opinion i mean aside from the thing where he literally sent everybody out to to their deaths but prior to that um yes like i don't know he just gives a certain amount of of closure and security in my opinion like whenever he was honestly for me when i first watched attack on titan and he showed up on the scene i'm just like things are going to be well they're going to figure out a way out of this he's sort of like what you said (laughs) about armin as far as like Everybody looks to- towards him as far as like, or look to him to see how we're going to get the situation. That was right. Erwin for me. And I don't know. I feel like Erwin had a, um, a little bit more, a little bit more influence than Armin, in my opinion. Mm. He has, and it's just, it's all about the confidence. It's all about how you carry yourself. And he obviously carries himself as a sure person. And at that time, at that point in time, Armin didn't, and he still kind of doesn't carry. He just makes the decision, but it's not like a, this is what we're going to do. It's more so like, maybe this is what we can do guys. (laughs) Here's my opinion on this, but yeah, Erwin, honestly, I don't know. Will, will, will things have changed if Erwin was, alive and he was the one still you know taking the reins maybe could have been a better change i don't know worse i don't know but still he would have been a he's a person that i would rather follow honestly he, he, and, uh, until the point where he <laughs> has everybody right out to their death but yeah. the reason is because he wanted them to distract the beast titan until levi can get there but anyways i have him at my number six Okay, hot take on I Irwin. I have a Should hot have take been on Oh, you have one. Okay. Uh, I really don't like Irwin. <laughs> God dang it. And interesting. I have Irwin at number 15 on my list. Okay. Whoops. So he's not in the top 10 spoilers. Um, I think Irwin is a very, very selfish character. I knew you were going to say that. Who gets everyone killed in search of something that he wants now that's not a character that is a character flaw that's not a flaw in him as a character does that make sense you say it's a character flaw but it's not a flaw in his character right it it, like it's good writing it's it's a flaw in his character as a person but it is it doesn't like it's not a bad thing to write someone like that does that make sense oh yeah i get exactly what you're saying yeah so i get it i don't like how he's he's just so focused on this one thing the whole time he will do anything in search of truth even if that's kill hundreds and thousands of people for no reason (laughs) um 
So maybe I'm being a little harsh on Irwin, but other than a couple of legendary anime uh, quotes and legendary um, speeches, he's kind of lower on my list. Now, maybe I should put him closer to the top 10, Mm. but because of the things you said, it does make a lot of sense. Um, I like his backstory with his dad and everything and how Mm -hmm. he fights for the for the truth and every does everything in search of the truth but i don't know uh, and i understand what you say uh, who he uh, is as a leader and if you would follow him more than you would follow armin i get all that but uh you don't want to die basically i don't want to die yeah no it, it, i don't know i just think he's a weaker character than uh, than some of the others but that's just a hot take from me a lot of people okay. love Erwin. so uh yeah that's just me but yeah i'm not mad at it at all yeah throw all the rocks and stones at me if you want people i don't care mm-hmm. you're we, you're getting stoned later I'm getting stoned tonight uh um, let's 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 orchestrate it uh listeners let's orchestrate the time to stone yeah. no, um but anyways that's just my hot take but my number five we're getting into top five territory is hanji zoe okay that's insane go ahead hanji Oh my gosh, Chief Hanji at number five. Are you just gonna do this for every one of them? Where you're like, oh my god, are you kidding me? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I'm. Yeah, well, let's let's continue. I'm not gonna okay. do it for every single one though. Uh, Hanji, <laughs> Hanji is kind of a background character for quite a while, but she really again gets her shine in I would say seasons two and three, and kind of in season four as well. Like when she becomes the commander, she takes over for. Erwin, she really gets to shine a lot. And at first, I just thought she was the crazy science bitch that was just, you know, crazy over horny for Titan is basically right. But she's a more complex character than that. And I love how she had these connections to all of the commanders in the Survey Corps. And she basically is the last one left at the end. And especially in oh, the finale part one yeah, her, man. her her exit is so epic it's legendary bro amazing and uh part of me thought that uh she was alive afterwards <laughs> when she oh, yeah, woke you're up. talking about when they yeah but it when was she woke up i was like oh my gosh she survived burning a lot <laughs> yeah literally which is would have been insane i was like okay she yeah. a titan too until we yeah. seen what erwin was erwin everybody else Yes. Like, yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, she's dead. Erwin and Mike and all the dead Survey Corps members. And she was in like a heaven or a whatever, the afterlife. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. That's got to be, that's got to feel lonely, bro. Like, just imagine yeah. you spend majority of your life with, with, with a ton of people, with a group of people. And then you are the last one left and you have to be the one to, <laughs> you know, maintain your mental health and, be able to lead all these people that you i'm not gonna say you're not familiar with because obviously you are but like still you would rather you know be amongst the 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 friend group that you that you established prior to being in a position that you were in so like i really feel bad for her and i think there was a point in time where like you seen sort of like the you know you you get two sides of a leader uh, you get to decide that everybody sees, which is the one that is sure, surefire, and the one that is uh, confident, the one that's obviously a leader. And then the other side is you get the actual true side of them. And it, I think there's a point where she looked like depressed. You knew she was depressed and wasn't really 
happy. If I remember correctly, it's been a while since I've seen it. But yeah, I just it, it made me it made me feel bad for it. I've really felt for her, man, because it was just like you clearly didn't see any true life and excitement in her eyes anymore. Right. But like she sort of had to put on the front for everybody else. So and I think Levi was the only one that actually had insight on like yeah her, her that. But other than that, nobody else really knew. Yeah, their relationship is so interesting because uh, she ends up saving his life and is like the only one from the old Survey Corps that is still left, right? And that's actually really interesting that you say that she was the only one left in her squad. That does take me back to high school a little bit, not to get you know sad or anything, but just take me to high school when I was a junior. All of my friends were seniors, basically, all my best friends. That's mm-hmm. not to say that I didn't have friends in my own grade or grades below me. I did. It's just not the same, though. But yes, when they graduated, it was different. Senior year was not as fun. It wasn't all my best friends were gone. And not to say that they were dead, like with Hanji, but it is kind of similar. It makes it makes me relate to her a little bit in that my senior year, I did have this sort of sense of loneliness, kind of, right? It was it was mm-hmm. it was a little bit more difficult. Um, but excuse me, but it, uh, you know, it, it does make me relate to her a little bit again, not that I didn't have friends, but, and not that Hanji doesn't have comrades in the Levi squad with Aaron and stuff, but mm-hmm. you know, it's not the same, right? It's not the same. So the and same. I, I think she also goes from like total weirdo to like complete badass. Like mm-hmm. as soon as she gets that eye patch, and even before then, but as soon as she gets the eye patch, it's like boom, she is the best. She is the best if like if not a better commander than Erwin was. Like, I don't want to say that she was, but she was good at like delegating out responsibilities and 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 people liked her as a leader. That's really important. And I think her character is really interesting. And the way she goes out is awesome. So that's why she's number five for me. Yeah. And you know. I, I don't want y'all to think this is on purpose because it's really not. But she's also at number five for me. Oh my! And God. What, what, what I will I will say. <clears throat> well, let me add this before getting into it. But adding to what you were saying, as far as like she was a better, um, obviously, or potentially a better leader than Erwin. Um, I would say it's she brought a woman's touch to 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 the leadership role where it was just like it was a little bit more compassion a little bit and it was more yeah. so like a okay i'm willing to hear you out basically like let's let's hear all the options first and then let's get into it versus erwin is sort of like this is what i want and that's why i was when you said he was selfish i kind of i knew what you i knew you were going to say that because i kind of agreed because he he really didn't listen like he listened but he didn't actually listen she's willing to listen and then like that's what a true leader is supposed to do you know listen to everybody's opinions in it because it obviously some people might have a better opinion or a better plan or something and then you are the one to make the final decision and that's what everybody looks to you to do is piece everything together and make the final decision but also being um what is the word i'm looking for being influenced by everybody yeah Yeah, open and influenced by other people's great ideas so yeah she potentially is a a better leader than erwin um but i will say and this might be a bit personal well a personal opinion not really objective but she was she was in my top 10 but she wasn't at five until the 
what she did her just like you said her finale her her final scene it's because it takes a lot it takes a lot of heart and courage and and all of that to basically kamikaze not she ain't blow herself up but like to basically just give up your life for the for the the chance for them to escape it wasn't a sure thing she would just like let me just save some time or buy some time for y'all and and like I don't know if you've ever been burned before. I've been burned by fire before. And it's literally my finger touching fire for half a second. It doesn't feel good. So the fact that her whole body was on fire and she still was able to maneuver and push through that and still down some titans, some colossal titans or wall titans. Like, I don't know. She gained a lot of respect. And like, I actually teared up a little bit because number one, I really, I really liked it as a character. And like, the same thing with Erwin for me that was sort of like the the security aspect sort of leaving because she sort of made me made me feel secure as far as like every time I see her um some some good things are going to happen everything is going to be okay so it's just like it was so many emotions going uh, through my mind at the time because I'm thinking what are all the characters going to do who's in charge now and like it 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 just it, it was it, it was something else, but like, yeah, she was badass for that, bro. And but yeah. that's what jumped her up to five on my list. Yeah, man, totally agree. She's badass, man. Love Hanji. Yeah, man. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, All right, but I guess it's but it's my turn. I guess since yours was also Hanji at number five. It's my it's turn. Crazy. It's my turn now. <laughs> Shout out, Skip Bayless. Um, so my number four. Better not be your number four, but my number I, four. I think it's about to be. Oh my god! Okay, does it start with the Z? Zeke Yeager is my number four. Okay, so I knew you were kind of waiting to see if I was going to be like, "Oh, bro." Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Mm, so mm. my number four is Zeke. Okay, you can't have a good show without good villains. Okay, that's not true. You can't have a great show without good villains. Okay, and Zeke is such a good antagonist. Because what he does is justified, okay? Now, 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 let me, let me, let me just stop right there before all of you people go. But you know, he killed millions of people. Yeah, I know. Okay, I'm not saying it's justified. Like it's okay to do. I'm saying, like Aaron, it's gray. Like if you were seeing it from his side, you would do what he did. His backstory with, I forget the name of the doctor, but the doctor who mm-hmm. is like telling him about, you know, stopping the cycle of violence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very Naruto-esque, that. right? Um, stopping a cycle and the way that he's like, Zeke, you could do this by, you know, doing this plan. Is the plan messed up? Yes. Okay. But... Um, I forget what it's called, but it's like making it so you can't bear children, basically. So yeah, basically neutering, neutering them. Right. There's a word for it. There's like a term, but it, it I don't remember what it is. But it, it makes it so that the uh, island devils, the oh god, what the Eldians? I'm forgetting all the names. The Eldians can't have children so that the Titan powers don't get passed on. Right. Yeah. So that all the Titans will eventually go extinct. And yeah, what, what do you think about that? I think that plan is insane, but I get mm-hmm. it. It's yeah. one way to do it, right? 
It's one way to end the violence going on permanently, right? Um, it's selfish. It's another Irwin thing, but I think Zeke's character is more justified because he goes on so many twists and turns. His childhood with his parents, he turns in his parents. That's crazy. And Insane. then Insane. He, he learns the truth about everything and it, he becomes a warrior and... I don't know. I just love his character so much. It's actually Cooper's favorite Attack on Titan character, Zeke. And mm. um, yeah, so he's number four for me, Zeke Yeager. And how he tries to take Aaron and show him his side of it all is very, very interesting. He doesn't force him down. He really does believe he's doing the right thing, you know, or the best thing, you know? Right. So, so that's where Zeke is on my list at number four. So yeah. yeah. And, you know, I, I believe that's a that's a great spot for him, honestly, because, you know, I, I would say he was more he was sort of like the inciting incident, sort of. He's OK. He's not. But he was sort of that person that took things to the next level. We started, you know, within the plot, we started like settling in and like what's going on with the Titans, what they're trying to do. Uh, then out of nowhere, we just see this beast gorilla titan and and right. they can talk i know that's insane to say but like he's looks like a gorilla uh, no he's he not, they often call him the monkey very yeah. very odd. like oh what's that monkey doing oh it's a titan oh yeah but he he sort of took attack on titan no he took a tight attack on titan up to another notch because that's when you know we start finding things out about his connection with uh reiner and everybody else and the plan and how he was behind the whole terrorization of euthanasia that's what it's called it's euthanasian plan sorry i just euthanasia. no you're euthanasian. good euthanizing everybody that is okay like making it so you can't have children sorry continue okay. no 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 you're good you're good I, I actually needed to hear that but uh yeah, I so I I, I agree uh, with with your with your rankings with that. I, it's it's justified because it's no it's a lot weapons yet. No, no, well, it's it's sort of peaking a little bit. It's not concealed anymore. It's it's, it's a little peak. Oh, okay, 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 man, okay. But me and this is where your concealed weapons might reveal itself. Okay, well, I was already there with Erwin, but yeah, sure. <laughs> Number four for me is. Mikasa. Okay. Ackerman. Now. Now. It's not because of the scarf, guys. Hot take. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. But I, even though I agree with what you said, as far as like her being a one note character, she's sort of that same. It's, it's starting to sound redundant at this point, but the closure aspect uh, of, of her character is what, you know, really puts her up on the list that's one of the things that puts her up on the, on the list for me but it's just like if if just okay let me give you a scenario aaron or even somebody else is, is in a is in a pinch a tight pinch is about to die yeah, just imagine they're they're surrounded by by four titans or something like that guess who's going to come in it's either going to be her or levi coming in killing all them titans and saving them like she is she is so clutch when it comes to saving somebody or or when you need when you need to down some titans like or something yeah i'm i'm just saying i will i shit i will if if i could be anybody 
in, in Attack on Titan, I would be Aaron, not because of his power, but because of the backup that I have with Mikasa. I and you know, I you and I feel the same way as far as like we love strong female characters, and that's sort of the same thing that you know that translates to real life for me. Like I. I want to, I want to, I like a woman that's, you know, that's strong and, you know, can, you know, keep me on my stuff and keep me on my toes. And, you know, if I ain't got my shit together, she gets me to get my shit together. And what a look at Hunter's dating life right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, if, if any ladies out there, hey, got to keep if, him on his toes, ladies. Yeah. If, if you, if you match the description, my number is 555 <laughs> Five five. Don't actually, <laughs> don't actually text that number. I don't know what number that is. But anyways, I digress. But um, no. In all seriousness, though, like she just gives that closure, and I, even though it can be looked at as annoying, her allegiance to Aaron, like I would say, before he started going ballistic with his with his mass genocide, <sighs> I liked it. But like now, it's kind of like Mika said, have a have a head for yourself. Like think for yourself. But I don't know. It's it just she really appeals to me because that's that just uh, a, a character that I like. That's something that I like. And you can sort of like argue that she can even beat Captain Levi. I don't know. Just saying. I would love and to see she, that fight. I would love to see that fight. But so she's very high up on this for me because of that. Not necessarily her like any deep backstory because like the way that she kind of like, you know, falls in love with Aaron is uh, kind of weird, a little questionable. It's just like, okay, he, he he saves your life. All right. But it's just like for you to chemically, like chemically be connected to this man. Like when I say chemical, I mean like there's, there's just nothing that can change it. Maybe it will in, in this, in this last part, but still, it, 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 I don't know. It's, I, I, I need a little a, a more explanation behind that. But anyway, mm-hmm. She's still number four on my list. Okay. Yeah, I think you made a really good point about how she is loyal to the end. And, you know, more than any other character in the show, she is loyal, if nothing else, right? So I will give her props for that. She can be number four on your list. That's totally fine. And uh, not that you need my approval, but uh, she might be number four if she gets rid of that damn scarf. Yeah, if she gets rid of that damn scarf, she could be number one. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, so any concealed weapons? Are you good? Any no, I, I, I figured based on your reaction to my Mikasa placement that you were not happy with Mikasa at number nine because you disagreed. So, um, well, I technically you know, didn't. I said I'm not gonna confirm or deny. If well, nine, but you knew, yeah, you knew but I kind of knew based on your reaction. So, um, no, concealed I, weapon, I could have been like, What that's so high, I could have said that. That's true, but um. Nah, I don't know. I just got the vibe. But no, my concealed weapons are concealed still. So okay. uh, yeah, perfect, don't, worry, perfect, perfect. don't worry about it. Um, but my number three, we're into the top three, baby. The yep. final countdown. Uh, Levi Ackerman, the other Ackerman. Mm-hmm. So I have three Ackermans in this top 10 list. That's right. um, Levi, look, some characters just carry because of how badass they are. Okay. And Levi is the most badass character in anime, probably. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think you could think of some more that might be more badass than him, but I don't know, man. I just have to think about like the season three, episode 
two or whatever it is where he meets Kenny again for the first time. He goes, yeah, man. Kenny? Like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then the scene where he's just dashing around, killing people. Like, I don't know. He's just so badass. And yeah, bro. Yeah. I think the silent strong type is kind of a character that I'm not a huge fan of in anime, but it's, it's kind of it's kind of redundant. Like it's yeah. in every single one, honestly. But Levi's kind of an exception to that rule for me. Um, yeah, I I really enjoy his character, and I also like that we don't know that much about him. If you watch the OVA, which isn't canon, or maybe it's canon, but it just isn't in the manga or whatever. You see Levi's origin, but I didn't watch the OVA. I still appreciate Levi's character even without that that uh, incredible OVA, by the way. Um, mm, mm, mm. Apparently, allegedly. I've only seen clips, but the clips that I've seen are pretty crazy. Um, and uh, I think he's just the old man now that's just like, just let me die. He's kind of just like, yeah, oh, I just want to get out of here. Like, just leave me alone. But the way that he deals with Aaron throughout the whole series and the way that he has this allegiance to Erwin the whole way that now that's kind of what he's fighting for is like, I want to see Erwin's dream fulfilled kind of, you know, he's yeah, a very he selfless of, of Mikasa, but go ahead a little bit. Yeah, no, the Ackerman blood definitely runs in him. So it would make sense that if he was attached kind of not in the same way that Mikasa is, but kind of very similar to uh, how Levi it's is not like, romantic. No, well, but, hers, I mean, hers not really that romantic either. It's just a uh, it became romantic, but didn't start yeah. like that, right? She just had an yeah. attachment in that she needed to protect Aaron. Mm-hmm. And Levi doesn't have that attachment with Erwin, but it is similar in that he is he will go to the ends of the earth to fulfill Erwin's right. dream um, mm-hmm. of knowing the truth. So um that's why Levi's number three for me. Okay. Well, <sighs> he's number three for me too. Now oh look. my god! Now look, now look. Maybe I need to start going first because I, I'm not. I promise, I'm not copying you. I promise. I'm okay. Not. But you know, you've sort of you've you've taken all the words out of my mouth as far as Levi. But I, I'm starting to say the same thing. He's another <laughs> character. If he is there, if him and Mika are there, you know, you're winning the war. You're not even True. winning the fight. You're winning the war. So, uh, and I just I like when he his i like when he um met back up with kenny because you mm-hmm. sort of you seen vulnerability with him and he wasn't just like that op character that just wins every single thing like you, you saw him struggle and you saw i kind of saw the the, the 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 kid in him a little bit because you know he i'm sure there was a point where he looked up to kenny yeah so i don't know it was it was a great character shift for him when when he met up with him but like after that, I don't know. He he just he you started to see him sort of struggle, like when he got blown up <laughs> yeah. uh, with by Zeke or whatever. Like uh, obviously, if he was uh, OP character, he would have seen that. Well, he is still a overpowered character, but still, like you just start you starting to see a little bit more vulnerabilities, and then just like you say, his allegiance to to um Erwin. And then I think he sort of had the same. It wasn't the same, but it was even with that with Hanji. So, uh, yeah, he's number three for me. Okay, very good. Would you like to go again and go number two? (laughs) Well, I know that your number two is not my number two. 
Oh, really? If it is, it would be insane. Okay, well, let's let's hear it, man. Well, I'll let you go first. Are you sure you don't want to sound like uh, you're copying me? I'm, I'm not, because it, this is the curveball that I, that I said that I was going to throw you oh. uh, before we hit record on this episode. Okay, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of who's left. I'm like, who could you put at number two? But my number two is Rhino Bro. Oh my damn! Okay, see that's insane. <laughs> I told you, I had a sneaking suspicion. I was like, there's no other character that could be at this spot. So I know that you probably also have Reiner at number two. Okay, so oh let's, my God. is that your curveball? I mean, <laughs> yeah, that was my curveball, but like people wouldn't put Reiner at no goddamn number two. Yeah, Nobody's those, putting Reiner at number two. Those people are fools because I put Reiner at number two you as fool. well. <laughs> you fool. Um, okay, that just made me mad. I really thought I was doing something with that. <laughs> well, would you like to explain first so that it doesn't sound like you're copying? <laughs> Yeah, let's, let me let me just explain, and maybe my argument won't be as solid as yours. Okay. The reason why I have him at, at number two is because it's the same thing with Gabby, but it's more complex than that. But he is literally the uh, he he is literally the mirror of Aaron. Literally, mm-hmm. literally, it, the same thing that that happened to like it's funny how there was like literally I think it was two on reverse cards thrown in this goddamn anime where. Yeah. Uh, Reiner came in and you know just wreaked havoc on on everything, and uh yeah, Reiner did, and Aaron was the one to suffer. And then Aaron was just like, okay, let me hit you with Uno first card and do the same thing. And literally, Reiner went through the same thing that Aaron did, where mm-hmm. they, they were caught off guard. They they and Aaron was the one that was looked at as the bad guy. And it, it, I don't know. It was just it was very smooth how they did that. And it's be I guess before then and before we knew his story and stuff, you were just like Reiner. Like I liked you, and you you just betray us like this. It, but it, it even I think there was a part where he was getting like literally mentally confused about like how to feel. Yeah, because he you know he still had his feelings from when he was I just call it overseas. Um, he had his feelings from then, but like he actually, you know, in the midst of like trying to just put on a put on a smile, as they would call it, or to put on a mask, that the mask slowly started to become his actual personality. So like I think there was a struggle where he was crying over over what happened. Yeah, that's that's when they showed like a, a flashback where he was crying over um somebody Marco? dying. Yeah, when he, I think he was crying over Marco dying or something yeah. like that. But at the same time, I think what's the other guy? Bolt Boltsy, what's the hell Berhold? Berhold, but he was just like, Rhino, why are you crying? Or whatever. Yeah. And then I think that's when yeah, Marco heard them or whatever. But it's just like to see that he was he was not happy at all. Like that is a lot to put on the on a on a child where you they they had their mission to you know basically do what they did, and it's just like in the midst of the mission they they form new bonds and stuff. So it's kind of like you want to do it, but you don't because you. I'm sure going into this mission, they were thinking, oh, these are island devils. They they have they they're heartless because you know the propaganda that that you're fed from a child up. Like and then when they got to know them, I'm sure he was thinking 
these are not bad people at all. Like they might even be better than the people at home, but it's just like, you still have a job to do. So it's like, you have a decision to make. Should I, you know, just stay, should, should I stick to my morals and not do it? Or should I just, you know, be the warrior that I was trained to be and just, just fulfill my mission. And it's just like, I know that it, it is a huge struggle to, you know, decide between that. And obviously he made his decision and I don't think he was happy about it, but he was just like, I got to do what I got to do to basically save my people or whatever. Right. But yeah, it, it, it was more, it's more to it, but I'm gonna leave some for you. But yeah, that's why he's my number two. Yeah. I, I agree with all of that. There's that one scene where he's up in the trees. And I think that's the one you were talking about with Aaron and he's talking to Aaron after he reveals himself, which, by the way, Reiner has one of the best reveals in anime mm-hmm. when he's just like walking on the wall. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm the armored Titan and Bertholdt is the colossal Titan. Insane. Yeah. Insane. Insane. And yeah, the way that he's he's on those trees talking to Aaron, Aaron's cuss, cussing him out or whatever. <laughs> and <laughs> and Reiner's like having a crisis like having an identity crisis of like yes. are we even still warriors and i think to truly appreciate reiner and annie and some of those other characters you have to re-watch the show after knowing everything have to because you you see you sort of you know you sort of see where they you see the struggle like you see oh yeah he's hiding something but like right. you you're looking at it the first time you don't see that but sorry alex finished no you're right uh the way that you, when they're talking about warriors and quote unquote, and we have to do this for our town, and you always just think at the first time you're watching the show, you're like, okay, they live somewhere on the island, right? Yeah. But when you look out of it of the lens of, oh my gosh, like they're doing this for their country outside of the walls, and you know right. what they're doing, and you know, he was telling the truth about what he was doing too. He was telling the truth completely, and he has this like very difficult situation like i know what he's doing is wrong but again the propaganda that he's fed as a kid you want to become a warrior and save the the country and kill all the island devils and then he grows attached to these people who he learns aren't really devils yeah. and i think he goes from a b tier character to an s tier character for me oh, yeah easily bro easily. season four when I don't want to say when he becomes suicidal, but when he really, you see the struggle fully take form. Like he doesn't want to be involved at all. He goes from Mm -hmm. doing what he's told to rebelling, to coming home empty handed to being like, well, what do I even fight for anymore? Right. And in season four, part two, when he joins Aaron's crew, not Aaron's crew, the crew, the Levi squad that are going to fight Aaron. And it's not a redemption. He still knows he has to pay for his sin somehow, but he's trying to come back and 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 pay for his sins that yes. weren't really sins. It was just a confused child who didn't really know what was right and what was wrong. And that's why he's mm-hmm. so great as a character. Yes, yes, yes. I hundred percent agree. Hundred yeah. percent agree. So, yeah. and it's kind of like you were you were mad at Ryan Fair, even when we understood what he had to do. You were still kind of mad at him until right Aaron had to do the same thing, and yeah. it's just like you you can't you can't really be mad at him, can you? No, you just cannot. But yeah, he he jumped up 
he jumped up on my list Huge. for that for that reason. And you know, like I said before, I did not expect you to have him at number two because <laughs> I, I feel like a lot of people will overlook that. Honestly, yeah. like a lot of people, they will say, "Okay, that was a great reveal," but we still hate him for what he did. Well, right. like I said, it's all about perspective. If let's just say hypothetically, we follow Reiner's story. Like we follow Aaron's and and then Reiner did the same did what he did. We'll be like, okay, yeah, I killed him, Island Devils. And, right. and we'll we'll be fine with him. But like, I don't know. Attack on Titan has done so like a phenomenal job with, you know, getting you to sort of like shift your beliefs, if that makes sense. Like you you yeah. you know, you 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 feel like you're you're stirring on I don't like this character because of this. And then you know the the writing the writing just completely flips that like over. And then you're just like I love this character because of this or because of the same reason. And I understand it now. And it's just like I don't know. It's a, for a show to get me to do that on multiple accounts, not just one. It's I don't know. The the writing is phenomenal. But yeah, it really so. is. No, Reiner, to- number two. totally agree. I concur one hundred percent. Um, and before we get to number one, I would like to throw out the honorable and dishonorable mentions real quick, if that's okay with you. Yeah, go ahead. So dishonorable mentions are going to go to Ymir, Connie Springer, and Berthold Hoover. Okay, Berthold is basically just like a boring Reiner, okay? He doesn't mm-hmm. have any of the convictions, and he has some struggles, but they're not really fully fleshed out. It's kind of a miss, a rare miss. By Isayama and Attack on Titan, I feel like he he could have been interesting, but wasn't. Connie is just he's fleshed out, but he's his 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 reasoning for doing things, although flawed, just like every other character's, is not compelling to me. To save his mom, you know, I get it, saving your mom from being a Titan, but what he does is so selfish and so self-centered that I just really don't. It's one of the only times in Attack on Titan where I'm just like truly bored. I'm like, yes. oh my gosh, who cares about this Connie arc? Um, like when he takes Falco to be eaten by his mom, I'm like, okay, somebody just stop him already so we can move on to the next arc. Um, <laughs> that is like, funny, bro. Like, you know, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ymir, Ymir is kind of tough. I think she's another character that does get fleshed out, but is kind of maybe maybe it's overshadowed in my opinion overshadowed yeah i would agree i i think she had a real chance to be a very interesting character and doesn't get enough screen time yeah um but then my honorable mentions which are going to be my 13 12 and 11 on my list are actually gabby braun is my 13 so i agree with you i'm not a hater i like gabby um sasha bros Love Sasha and Grisha Jaeger, Aaron's mm. dad. I freaking love Aaron's dad. Grisha oh, is forgot about him, man. Forgot about him, bro. He was so close to making it onto number ten or 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 higher, honestly. Especially that one scene, bro, in the Memories of the Future episode where they look through his memories, pushed his character oh, up so goodness. high for me. His voice actor is freaking incredible. Um, mm-hmm. so Grisha mm-hmm. is number 11 Sasha for obvious reasons her character is so well fleshed out and uh, gives us just another perspective of someone who grew up in the island but not like in the center of everything and she's supposed to be like 
the outsider kind of like the oddball but she really fits in well with the group until she unfortunately passes away rest in peace um mm. and then mm. gabby we've already explained gabby is a great character but without right. further ado do you want to say your number one um i'll let you go first my number one is Mine is gonna be different okay my number one is Aaron Yeager. I mean, it just has to be. Aaron mm-hmm. is the main character of the show. He goes from this snotty little brat who does have justified motives, by the way. I'll get it. I get it. He's 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 a child for most of the show, and he grows up into this very resentful character who by the end of season three, I finally start to like. But for most of the show, I'm like, he's kind that of was annoying. annoying. A little bit. A little annoying. But he is uh, full in his beliefs 100% every time. He's He's got conviction. He's got uh, endurance. Like the, 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 the self-belief that he's going to kill every titan. Which you know is a little serial kill, killer murderish, but the flip in season four—I mean, it's so obvious. Like, yeah, that moment where he kisses Historia's hand and sees everything, sees all of the future, and what's going to happen—he completely changes as a character to mm-hmm. someone who is forced to do something so terrible. Now you could say, "Oh, he's not forced to do it; he chose to do it. He saw the future. Like, it, it was his choice." to make that decision and commit the worst genocide of all anime and kill everyone in order to protect his friends. And it is another selfish thing, but I don't really fault the character for being selfish here because the show Attack on Titan is such black and white. Like, like it, or it shows, sorry, that it is not black and white. Nothing is black and white. And just like Reiner... He's a confused, angry kid who just wants to do what he thinks is right and protect his friends. And Mm. uh, I'm not justifying his genocide. I'm not. I'm not for that. I would argue against it. But um, he's just such an incredible, complex character. I had to put him at number one. So, Yeah. And also... Eren Yeager. And also to um sort of add to what you were saying as far as like the he saw the future two things actually one we didn't know that he saw the future when when he actually uh kissed uh historia's hand initially we just seen him sort of like this grimacing look whatever and we're just like yo what is going on is he is he he just blacking out because at that time he had a little anger issues a little bit so we just chucked it up to that but then when we just like you said we go back and see that he actually seen the future and and it's just i don't know it was a lot there was a lot to to take in and as far as him as far as y'all saying that oh aaron actually has a choice where he actually attempted to to save or to change the future and i think it was with uh saving his kid's life or something like that yes but like he knew it it basically all all of it was vanity like it was, it was just all vanity. It, it it didn't matter because he was still going to die anyways. So it was just like he knew. I'm sure he's attempted more like off screen to sort of alter the future because I'm surely nobody's going to be convinced after just one time. But it's just like to know that you you see the future and you you kind of don't want 
the future that you see, but it's inevitable. So you sort of just have to make your peace with it and just go along with it and hope that somebody can stop you. Mary, you and I were talking about that rally. Like maybe yeah. he's just hoping that somebody stops him, or whatever. Um, it, it's, it's, it does a lot to your mental. Cause it, the, the one thing that I've, you know, and this getting, this is kind of getting to what you and I were talking about with, with, um, God dang it. With, um, son of a bitch, his name, which character Naruto, Naruto, Madara, Madara. Like as far as like, one of the things that you do not need to take away from human, in my opinion, is their choice. Like, what, what, what is the point of, of human life and living when you don't have a choice to do anything? Your know, choice is, is something that that we, we're we're given, and something that we we cherish, something that we that we um that we need. Something we need that. So it's just like to take away a human being's choice is taking away his life, in my opinion. So it's just like I know. I'm not gonna say I know personally, but I understand why Aaron became the way he was, became the way he was, because it's just like I can't do nothing about it. I am depressed. I am miserable. I know. I know this is about to happen, and just like damn, I I don't want it to happen, but it has to happen. Right. So well, and it's even the moment where like Sasha gets shot, right, and then you see Aaron come in and go, wait, who 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 was shot? What happened? And then they yeah. go, Sasha died. And then he goes over, he sits down, and he starts laughing. Laughing. And you're like, yeah. why is he laughing? And you realize after it's because he knows that he can't do anything. There's nothing to prevent what the future holds. Like Sasha mm-hmm. was always going to die. It didn't matter what he did. Like, and that sort of tragic inevitability is so powerful. It's so powerful. Yeah. I think, mm-hmm. and the last thing I'll say about Aaron is the scene in the part three, uh, like the finale part one bit of the rumbling is my favorite 10 minutes. Oh my gosh. Where yes, bro. even before the rumbling, before it, when you just see Aaron walking through the streets and then he, he finds this kid and then he goes up to this kid and starts crying and, and apologizing like, sorry i'm so so sorry because he sees the future and then it cuts to him trampling over the kid and all of his family Mm. and friends and everything and he's just like and then you cut to 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 child aaron being like this is freedom like he's looking at the sky and then it transitions to like the bloody corpses of all of the like the the people that have experienced the rumbling and it's so good like I hate being like, oh my god, the the rumbling and the genocide was so good, but it's just how it came to per- fruition, yeah. and how Aaron really, truly doesn't have a choice at all, if, at all. Like, and yes, the idea of like hoping that someone is going to stop him is very interesting, and I think yeah, you could say he could just not do it, like he couldn't, but he just. He saw the future. Like the events are inevitable. You have no choice in the matter. And that is, yeah, like like you said, one of the the things that makes us human is the freedom to choose what we want to do. And from the beginning of the show, he's like, the first scene in the show, the first introduction of Aaron, he's like, I don't want to be trapped in here like cattle, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And 
all throughout the show were shown of like pictures of the sky and like birds flying in the sky. And it represents this freedom to just do whatever. And he's been searching for that the whole show. And he's finally some kind of getting that for his friends and for the Eldians by yeah. doing this terrible, terrible thing. And so it's, it's really, really compelling and, 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 and tragic and interesting. And I just love him so much. His character is amazing. Yes. I agree. And that that's another character where I was saying you sort of flip flop, you know, right. you agreeing and disagreeing with him you know, for me, at least. Um, right. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, with, with Aaron, I, I don't at this point with Attack on Titan, I'm not even rooting for anybody. I'm just watching. You're just wait, yeah, you're just sort of like a fly on the wall, just waiting to see what happens. Right. Because you, you just, uh, yeah, it's incredible because usually everybody has an opinion. I want it to end this way. I want it to end that way. Or I predict that it's going to end this way or that way. And it's just like, it, with just like you said, with Attack on Titan, you just don't know. You don't know who to root for. You don't know what's going to happen. You sort of just like, well, let's just see what happens first. And then I will, you know, go back and reflect and think, is this what I wanted? Not necessarily right. going into it with you already with ideas already in your head with what you want to happen or, or whatever. So, yeah, or you want to win. So, exactly. I personally right. don't know who I want to win, and I don't know how I would feel regardless of who would win. So, I, I, I just, just like you said, I need it to happen so I can, yeah, think on it. So, well, and you know, I talked about this, I've talked about this with you before. I do have a way that I want it to end. But I don't know if that's the right thing to do. Like, it is, it, it, it's so interesting that a show can make me completely devoid of any, like, knowing, like, any idea of what is right and what is wrong. Like, yes, it's crazy. It's so good. And that's why I love Attack on Titan because of Aaron's character. And that's why he's number one for me. He's just the comp- complete, perfect encapsulation of everything that is attack on titan yes 100 percent agree bro yeah and you know sort of going along with the narrative that one or i said one piece that attack on titan is sort of like gets you thinking you don't know what to think you don't know how to feel Uh, i'm gonna connect that to my number one my number one (laughs) is dot pixis oh okay Oh, you wait on explanation? I mean, right, look, right, I, yeah. I don't know how to feel. Attack of Titan has me so confused that I got Doc Pixies at my number one. Oh, my God. I asked ChatGPT, and then that's the answer they gave me. ChatGPT. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, in all seriousness, though, number one for me, and everybody should know, we might as well say it at the same time. Three, two, one. Ymir. Connie Springer. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to so, say it, but you didn't. But you did. You did kind of do what I thought you were going to do. Yeah, Ymir. So, like, Ymir, I, isn't that the same name as the as the founding Titan? So, like, you yeah. know, you kind of just got to love. Yeah. Okay. Enough with the jokes, guys. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron Yeager, number one for me. And we kind of, we, we went through everything of why it's number one. So, I don't need to say anything else. But yeah, I, t- I totally Yeager. forgot you didn't say uh, who your number one was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just sort of waiting when to jump in. Yeah, sorry, sorry, but uh, yeah, that completes our top ten, guys, with a few a uh, few other characters sprinkled in there. So, um, Hunter, do you have uh, anything else to say before we wrap this episode up, man? You, you usually always find something silly to say, but. In all seriousness, I'm really ready for this conclusion. 
I just don't know how how it's going to end. And I'm so excited. You know, Attack of Titan is up there on my list. Like I've told you before that One Piece is my favorite anime, but like depending on how this ends, it could it could be a close tie. Wow. Or, or it could, it could yeah. So we will see, man. I'm very excited. And you know, maybe we can, you know, do episode on our reactions and thoughts on the conclusion of Attack of Titan. And hopefully you guys will be interested in listening to that episode. I'm sure you are if you're listening to this one. But if yeah. not, you know, we can we can talk it over and etc. So sure. Yeah, I mean it's crazy to think that attack on titan is finally ending after all of the years that it has been running um and i'm sad to see it go but i am glad to see a conclusion you know yeah and and if it just lands all it has to do is land and it will still be my favorite show of all time yeah Um, yeah cooper cooper always argues he's like oh but breaking bad and i'm like not the same thing well i know you we've had this conversation off pod I just cannot compare at the, like anime and then sure. um, and that's fair. television. That's totally fair, but I don't know. I, I can say convincingly that it is easily my favorite show of all time. Like my, my favorite anime of all time. We'll just stick with anime because uh, you know comparing shows and animes is is difficult. But um, favorite anime and number two is Naruto based on like feelings. Not you know I have a feelings list and a and a an objective list but my feelings list is naruto's number two but attack on titan is number one and i'm so excited to see the conclusion to my favorite show this week yeah same here, as, of, as of recording this weekend yeah so um well this was a this was a great great old time guys i hope you enjoyed it um please um share this uh podcast with your friends and your family and everybody so that we can keep making these episodes and uh let us know what we should name this podcast uh what we should name this episode and the podcast specifically um and uh go watch attack on titan coming out on on saturday as of recording this and uh yeah it's gonna be great and to the millions and millions of people listening across the world uh, thank you so much and we'll talk to you all next time